welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How you doing? How's it going? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing good. It's a gloomy, shitty fucking day. Just how I like it. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I love shitty, gloomy days. A rainy day is a good day because it means that everyone is staying inside. And if you are smart, you go outdoors and you have a good time in the empty fucking world. It's as close as you can get to the apocalypse while the world is still running and going good. Is it's rainy, it's shitty weather, and all the fucking boring assholes go, it's too shitty to go outside, and you go, no, it's perfect weather. It's a light drizzle, it's great. This is the perfect amusement park weather happening right now. If if it's drizzling, you go to an amusement park, that's what you do. If you've never been to an amusement park when it's drizzling... I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I almost never go on a roller coaster on a sunny day ever anymore. Because of one year, it was kind of shitty out. Me and a group of friends planned on going to Six Flags one year, fucking years ago. And it happened to be shitty that day. Now, the reason why that ended up happening is... Again, if you've listened to this podcast before, you understand that I don't ever check the weather. It's just not something I do. I'm 28 years old. Should I check the weather at this point in my life? Would it be a good thing to do? Yeah, but in certain specific instances that happen very rarely but are awesome when they do happen like this, it's good not to check the weather. And this is one of those rare, perfect instances where, thank God, I'm a fucking dumbass. So I didn't check the weather, but I set up the the uh, excursion. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was the one who set it up. Who knows? Anyway, I didn't check the weather, and then we ended up, it ended up being the day of, and it was drizzling out. And me and my friends were like, should we still go? Fuck it, we'll go. And we went to the park, went to Six Flags, and nobody was fucking there. It was an empty goddamn park to the point where... There was no wait on any line. We would go on rides fucking three times in 15 seconds. Okay? How how long is a coaster? Like a minute and a half? We would go on the coaster. We would wait for the ride for three minutes. Then we would get on the coaster, get off, and be back on the ride in another two to three minutes. Nobody was fucking there. It was my first time I went on King Dakar. Ka. King Dakar was closed every nice fucking day I went to the park. This is Six Flags, New Jersey. If you don't know what King Dakai is, it's a giant fucking coaster. I don't know if it's the if it's the biggest coaster in the world. Probably not. I think it's one of it's one of the biggest coasters in the world. They're one of the fastest coasters in the world. And basically, it it I mean, it's not an elaborate coaster. It's built for one thing: to go very high and very fast. So it's just one fucking giant loop. It shoots you at a fucking insane speed just up and then you twist a little bit and then you come back down. And if you're lucky, you get stuck on the loop. You get stuck in the middle of the loop 
where the where the ride isn't going fast enough and you don't make it over the loop and then you ride back down and then because it didn't work the first time they shoot you again. You get fucking one and a half rides for the fucking weight of one. It's dope. And it was always closed. I mean, and I don't know if that's because it just first opened. I kept going on nice days. And here's Six Flags is like once a year. That's what I would do back in the day. I haven't been to Six Flags in fucking... Fuck. I haven't been to Six Flags in probably five fucking years. Jesus. I really don't think I've been there in like five years. Because I think... Senior year of college was the last time I went. And that was 2015. So what's that, six years? I've been to Six Flags in six fucking years? I gotta go, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. Someone asked me the other day, what am I looking forward to in summer? I'm going to Six Flags. That's what I'm looking forward to. Fuck that. I should go today, dude. If I didn't have to go to a barbecue today, that's right. There's, I'm going to a barbecue today. I know you're like, but the weather is terrible. If you're watching this video right now, you're like, yeah, but it's raining and gloomy behind you. Guess what, dude? It's a family barbecue, okay? It runs in the family. We like gloomy, shitty weather. We don't give a fuck, dude. Bad weather does not cancel good plans. That is a, that is a good way to live through life, in my opinion. Bad weather does not ruin good plans. Okay? Because the plans will always be good enough to to usurp the bad weather. To have the bad weather fuck itself. Anyway, so King Ka, this was my first time on it. So I guess like two years in a row, really, because I used to go once a year. Two years in a row, went on a sunny day, wasn't fucking working. And now maybe it's because... No one was there, and there wasn't as much stress on the roller coaster. I don't know. I don't know how roller coasters work. Or maybe it was just, this was three years into the coaster existing, so now they worked out all the kinks, so it happened, it just ha it was, just, was happenstance that even though it was a shitty day, the ride was working well, because this, it, it, this is the third year in its existence. I don't know. I don't know what the case is, but whatever the case may be, Kindaka was working on this gloomy day, and I went on it, and it was incredible. It was the best fucking roller coaster experience I ever had in my life, dude. People like to talk about El Toro. Fuck that thing, okay? El Toro is fine, dude, but it's a wooden coaster, and wooden coasters are rickety and shitty, and that's just what it is. Once we learned how to make metal coasters, wooden roller coasters became obsolete. Okay? It's like watching a fucking silent film. Sure. I like the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, but is it as good as Silence of the Lambs? No. Would I tell someone right now, hey, go watch the cabinet of Dr. Caligari? Only if there were a film buff. That's how I feel, feel about wooden coasters. If you love roller coasters, if you're a big roller coaster head, I'm sure you'll love El Toro for what it is. It's the biggest wooden roller coaster ever, right? Isn't that what it is? Who knows? I think that's what it is. At least in the fucking nation, I guess. It's the biggest wooden roller coaster, and I get it. That's cool. It's like the most big budget black and white film. That's awesome, dude. Psycho is a cool movie, and I appreciate it for what it is. 
but Hereditary is what I would suggest to someone if they asked me a horror movie to watch right now. That's all I'm saying, man. Anyway, yeah, so go to the amusement park today. <laughs> Even though now it's a Monday when this is coming out, and uh, so it's not today, so I don't know what the weather is like right now as you're listening to this, but the next time it's a shitty day, look up the weather and find out when it's drizzling and go to an amusement park. It's like fucking fast pass without paying for it. That's what it is. Although I don't know what amusement parks are even like right now. I heard that they're fucking, I heard that the lines are insane. I hear there's not many people there, but because of COVID, the lines are just as long as they would be if it was a packed park, which is a bit of a bummer. So maybe the rain will still help you. Maybe the rain will, you know, I don't know. How many people does there need to be for the park to feel empty during COVID? Because if that is true with there's not many people there, but the way they do the rides, you still got to wait a long time. How many, is it just need to be you and two other groups of people? If it's you and two other groups of people in the whole park, is that, no, I guess it's, I guess, I guess a little bit more than that, right? Unless you guys are going to the same rides every fucking time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway. I was on the train last night and uh, coming here and I wanted to bring this up because this isn't the first time it's happened where so I was on the train and I, and sometimes when I'm on the train, they do like announcements. You know how they do announcements over the loudspeaker? Where they say what the next stop is. Right? They do that. Oh, Hawthorne next. Katona next. Whatever the fuck. Mount Kisco next. And you think that the speaker is just for that. Like, you, th for, for whatever reason, at least for me, my brain goes, the speaker can only be used for saying what the next stop is. There's no other way it can be accessed. I don't know why my brain thinks that, but my brain is like, well, you can only use it for that, right? If you try and say other things on it, it's either a big no-no or the speaker shuts itself off. But then one time I heard the guy go on the announcement to talk to another guy who worked on the train. I was on the train one time and some guy, I might have said this on the podcast, some guy just was like, yo, Brian, uh, the, the car's kind of messed up up here. Yeah, it's not working. So you want to come check it out? Like he's talking about on the loudspeaker how the car is fucked up. And it also confuses me because it's like, don't they have like separate channels? Don't they have... Which doesn't make any sense because I'm like separate channels. It's all connected to the train. So what are you talking about? I don't know if they have. I don't think they have walkie talkies. Can't you text the dude? Can't you text the dude? Hey, something's wrong with the train. Can you come up here? Instead of saying on the loudspeaker for all the passengers to hear. Hey, I think the train might be fucked up. But don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> I barely want to hear you say, hey, there's track maintenance. We're stopped for a little bit. We'll be moving shortly. I barely want to hear that. I just want to hear we're moving again. I don't even want to hear you say it. I just want to be moving again. I'll figure it out when it happens. Okay? I barely want to hear that. I definitely don't want to hear, yeah, Brian, the axle's fucking stuck. So, 
I don't know. We could be fucked for a while. Anyway, come check it out. I don't know what an axle is, dude. I don't even know if that's the right term. I don't know what's happening. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear what's fucked up about the train over the speaker. Okay. I want you guys to fix, fi- figure that out and fix it up quietly, and I'll just listen to my music and keep to myself and assume that everything is working A-OK. If I'm on a plane and the, one of the engines is fucking blown out, I don't, I don't want to hear about it when it happens. I would rather find out when we hit the ground. <laughs> you know? Anyway... I was on the train last night and another instance of that happened. And this is what they said. This was a rare one because this was this was someone on one speaker talking to another guy on the same speaker. So they both had access to the speaker and instead of instead of texting they decided to to have us share and whatever the fuck this conversation was. So the guy goes, "Hey Pat, he, he clicks into the loudspeaker, goes, Hey, Pat, when we get close, I got a present for you. And then I hear another click in from somebody else that goes, Thank you, looking forward to it. And then the first guy clicks in for the last time and goes, Yeah, I know you can't wait. And then that's it. And then just... And then I don't hear the, the, anyone on the speaker until... I hear the voice go, Hawthorne's, Hawthorne's to stop. Also, not only was that, not only did that conversation occur, but I couldn't understand a single stop this guy said. I had to look at my phone. That's how incoherent he fucking was saying the stops of the train. Is that I had to look at my phone diligently to be like, okay, we're at Golden's Bridge now. Okay, we're at Chappaqua now. All right, I got you. But every time he said it on the last week, he was like, Got over bridge. This is it. We're at a board, Arn. Get off it. Stop. That's what it sounded like. But then when they were having what seemed like a, pri- a private conversation over the loudspeaker in public, I could hear them crystal clear. And and I got to tell you, it occupied my mind for the rest of the train ride. I just was like, what the fuck is the present that he's giving to him? Was that a euphemism? Are they going to fuck in the train car? When they get to the right stop, what what did that mean? I got a present for you. What's the what's the fucking present? Did you get him a sandwich? Sorry about that. Sorry, I just got distracted. The uh, the gel on the window just fucking peeled off. I didn't know if it fell down or not. Looks like it didn't. Anyway, I'll keep going. What the fuck was I saying? Uh, that really scared the shit out of me. <laughs> the sound of tape peeling frightens the fuck out of me. What the fuck was I talking about? Yeah, what what is the present? I need to know. I would love to know. That's also why I don't want to hear them talking because now I'm I'm a I'm a neurotic enough to just be like, what does that mean? Is that a bomb? Are they gonna blow up the train? What's going on here? Now that was just, that was a small piece of my brain. I knew that didn't fucking mean that. Why would they say that? That wouldn't make any sense. Yo, I got a present for you. I'm gonna. Oh, I can't wait. I don't know. Maybe they are nihilistic. Two nihilistic people just on the loudspeaker, 
foreshadowing our deaths. I don't know. It could be what's happening, but probably not. He probably got a sandwich for him or something. Or maybe they were going to have some some brewskis after work. Maybe he was like, yo, I got a present for you. And the guy would have came and he had a 40 for him. Maybe that's what it was. They're going to play Edward 40 hands after work. I don't fucking know. But it was just very strange to me. It, it made me wonder, like, what is the what is what is the extent of that? Like, where is the how personal will that get? Yay, Pat. Well, my wife is just was just on the horn. I'll tell you all about it in a minute. OK, thank you. Thank you, Bill. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm sure he can't wait. <laughs> hey, Pat, I just got off the phone with my wife. Looks like it's going to be a divorce. So if you could come up to the first car. I much appreciate it. No problem. Coming now. <laughs> yeah, Pat. Uh, howdy. Yeah, ignore this, passengers. But uh, Pat, I just found out that I have. A, I got. I was diagnosed with cancer. Going to start chemo on Monday. Great, really, greatly appreciate it. If you come up front, we could talk about it. Don't worry about it. I'll be in the first car in a second. Just punching tickets. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah, Pat. Yeah, howdy. There's a beautiful woman in train car one. <laughs> they just start being gross. Yeah, Pat. Just letting you know. There's a beautiful woman in train car one. I know you're single. If you want to chat her up, go on ahead. <laughs> the woman in the first train car she's like dude what the fuck i just heard that dude what are you doing don't chat me up i'm trying to just fucking exist on the train right now <laughs> yeah they start talking shit yeah pat person in train car number three real piece of shit won't shut the fuck up it's very loud Tell him to shut up when you can. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Pat. I got a gun. Just bought it yesterday. I'm really, I'm really in a bad place. Might start shooting up train car number four. Not sure. Train car number two is cool though. They're fine. Anyway, come up and talk and console me. Don't want to have to commit a mass shooting. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering how, how, uh, how personal can it get? Mm, kind of hungry, Pat. What are you thinking? Hot dogs or hamburgers after work? What do you want? Want to get some Chinese? Let me know when we get close. Thanks. Yeah, I'll let you know, Bill. Great. Can't wait. Oh, man. Anyway, I heard uh, the other day I was talking to my friend and he was telling me that there are. Now, I don't know if this is true. I looked it up and I went like. And I guess it is true, but it really it it seems it seems like an impossibility. It seems like something that. I don't know, I guess it makes sense, but it seems too cruel to be true. It just seems like uh, 
my my friend told me he goes hey so because of covid and the way that they figured out how to do zoom classes online uh in new york it's now mandated that there are no more snow days and I didn't know if it was a New York City thing or a New York State thing. I don't know. I didn't look into it enough to know. But but I heard enough to know that that somewhere in New York, I don't know how expansive it is, but some school district, even if it's just one school, some school district is going, hey, when it snows now, you just go on Zoom class. School is never canceled. And I just got to say, whoever's decision that was, whoever's, whoever got the paper on their desk that needed to be signed or whatever the fuck it was that made it written into law or wherever it's written that there are no more snow days in New York, whoever did made that decision happen, go fuck yourself. Like, fuck you, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, man? Don't you have a fucking heart? (laughs) What kind of a cold-blooded piece of shit was like, oh yeah, great idea. Let's have Zoom classes when it's snowing out. When it's snowing and a kid gets excited and he goes, oh man, maybe this fucking dreadful thing that I'm forced to do every day, maybe today I'll be able to escape it for one fucking second. When a kid has that feeling, let's shut down that feeling forever and just make it so that he, so that when he sees snow, he doesn't have any sort of a different feeling in his gut. He just goes, I guess it's snowing today. I guess I'm going to have to fucking look at my teacher on camera now. Fuck you, dude. Snow days are, are, are one of the most amazing things ever. Okay, if the snow days are so great and so awesome that they made a movie called Snow Day to capture the feeling of it. A snow day is so fucking awesome. As a kid, as an adult, as an adult, they're fucking incredible. All the way up through college, they were incredible. Oh, shit. Anything, any, um, any kind of weather that cancels a thing you have to do is amazing. It's an amazing feeling to, to have something that's out of your hands happen, free up your entire day. That's a, that's just, it's an indescribably great feeling. And I can't believe that some fucking cunt, (laughs) some huge fucking douche would make a decision to, to remove that from, from a kid's heart, man. To remove that from a kid's fucking life. What, kids now? I never thought that in my lifetime I would look at the movie Snow Day and go, wow, the, the next generation of kids isn't going to understand that movie. Like, kids are going to watch that movie. There are going to be kids who watch Snow Day or who, who read that title and go, what the fuck does that mean? And they're going to watch the movie and they're going to be like, Oh my God, wait a second. You guys used to, school used to be canceled if there was snow? What? That's the whole reason you live. That's the whole reason you raise your kids in a fucking 
four season climate climate <laughs> in a four season is it climate in a four seasons climate whatever the fuck it is that's why you raise your kid in an area where there where you experience four seasons because you because of snow days that's why you do it Sure, people have other reasons, but for the sake of this argument right now, that's the only reason. The only reason to raise your kid in fucking Westchester County is because you know that one day school will be canceled because of snow and your kid will have a snowball fight and sled and play video games and have one of the best days of his fucking life. That's why you move there, because you want that kid to have that memory. And fucking New York is trying to rip that memory from his fucking brain. Fuck you, dude. Damn. I hope that's not true. I hope that's revoked somehow. I hope I hope when we get out of COVID, like when COVID is really... I know already it feels like it's fucking dead. But when it's really, really dead, when masks are like a faint fucking memory, when people go, oh shit, remember we wore masks? When that's a thing... Hopefully they'll be like, you know what? Zoom classes are fucking stupid because they are stupid. They're not no one. No kid is learning on a Zoom class. I mean, to be honest with you, Zoom has taught us that no kid is learning ever. Zoom has just made us realize what the truth has always been is that nobody is ever actually paying attention ever. Most of the meetings you have for work don't fucking matter. I mean, Zoom Zoom has made that so, so painfully obvious. I don't understand why most companies haven't cut 75% of their meetings. Like, I don't get it. Most of what you're, you're paid for is, is you doing nothing. I feel like that's what a lot of people realize in the pandemic. Oh, shit. I work 40 hours a week and 30 of those hours are me just listening to drivel that doesn't fucking matter. Me listening to drivel that goes in one ear, out the other, and doesn't matter at all to my job or my life or existence whatsoever. Most of life is me getting paid for words I don't actually hear. (laughs) That's what the pandemic taught us. Which, you know... That's what it is, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess, that, is that a good thing or a ba- I don't know. It's a bad thing because it wastes a lot of time, but I guess it's a good realization because you're like, oh, I guess my job's not as bad as I thought it was. I don't fucking know. All I know is that everyone's telling me that like their day of working And it's, it's very like, wow, that's so crazy. Like, I know a lot of people who used to fucking go into the office at 9 a.m., have a coffee, sit at their desk, and, like, start their day. And now they're like, yeah, now I check into a conference meeting. I, I sleep through the entire thing. I take a shower. I don't listen to anything that's said. And then I start working at, like, 2 p.m. I know a lot of people who say that. And they're doing well at their job. They're doing well. Their boss isn't like, you're fucking up. Their boss is like, you're getting everything done. You're doing great. Which means that they never had to be there at 9 a.m. listening to your dog shit. That's what that means. That means that there's, like, so much arbitrary shit involved with having a 9-to-5 job. 
If people can be sleeping through their morning meetings, it means the morning meeting doesn't need to happen. Anyway, that's the timer going off. Uh, I'll see you guys in a sec for the second part. What's up? How you doing? I'm back. Yeah. So, um, dude, I've been watching. I can't stop watching to catch a predator. <laughs> it started. I mean, it started on the train uh, last night. And I just, I watched it all throughout the train and then I watched, I watched it all night. I was like falling asleep watching just montages of top 10 strangest to catch a predator people. Top 10 weirdest to catch a predator people. Um, And it started on the train because I was like, what's something, the train ride, I don't know why, but the train ride back in. Like back here, the train ride to here where I'm doing the podcast right now feels so fucking long, but the train ride back into the city feels quick as shit. I don't know what that is. It's the same amount of time, but for whatever reason, coming here is a drag and going back into the city is a breeze. Don't know why. Maybe it's because I have to, maybe it's the subway. I don't know. I was going to say maybe it's the subway because I have to fucking make sure I'm on time for that train. So that makes it more stressful. But no, it's getting on the train itself and waiting. It's just fucking annoying. Anyway. Um, but I was thinking to myself, what's going to make this go by fast? What's Because sometimes I listen to podcasts, but when you're listening to a Podcasts are great when you're doing something you like doing and you're listening to them in the background, but they're not great when you fucking are just watching them. Like when you're just listening to them. Like if somebody's just listening to me right now, I don't know what you're doing. Play a video game, do some work, do something else while I'm in the background. That's great. You got to clean the house, play this in the background. That's great. That's a smart way to do this. If you're on the train and you're just looking at your fucking iPhone, you're looking at my face on your iPhone, you're fucking up. Don't do that. (laughs) There's something truly disturbed about you if you're doing that. No, if you're doing that, that's nice and all, but don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And it's good. I've done it before. I've listened to a whole podcast on a podcast. A whole podcast on a podcast. I've listened to a whole podcast on a train ride just staring at it on my phone. But it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, you still feel the, the, the seconds tick by. Unless it's like very good. Um, so if you listen to this podcast while you're on the train, you're going to feel the fucking seconds tick by. <laughs> It's going to it's going to feel like twice the amount of time <laughs> that the train ride actually is. No. Uh, I'm just fucking around. But um but but if you want to watch something that truly will make time fucking quadruple in speed, watch to catch a predator. It's so fu- I don't know what it, it's the perfect formula of television ever created. I was when I I was watching it thinking to myself like damn they really hit the jackpot with this. It's such a good concept. It's such a perfect concept. It's so perfect of a concept that Chris Hansen brought it back like 10 years after the Dateline version and did Crime Watch Daily on YouTube with the exact same format just a little bit longer 
They just set it up so that we get a little bit more time with the pedophiles, a little bit more time of them fucking sweating in front of Chris Hansen. But it's the same exact structure of Dateline just on YouTube. And guess what? People ate it the fuck up. I watched all of it. It's got millions of views. And now Chris Hansen's trying to do it. He's still trying to do it, but now it's weird and sad. I was watching one. I got so far down the rabbit hole that I started watching Chris Hansen's current version of it, which is on his own YouTube channel. And it's called like have a seat with Chris Hansen. Cause every iteration he's done it. I think he's done it with a company. So like he did it with Dateline and it was called to catch a predator. Then he, then he wanted to do it again, but you know, to catch a predator is probably trademarked. So he does uh, uh crime watch daily, which I think was just like another company, another YouTube channel company who ended, ended up hiring Chris Hansen to do a, to catch a predator style show on crime watch daily. And then after that, it probably was like, oh, I still want to do the show, but he can't use To Catch a Predator. He can't use Crime Watch Daily or whatever the fuck. So he's calling it Have a Seat now. But now, all, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he doesn't want to shell out the money. I don't know if he didn't manage his money well enough to be able to afford a production team for his own show. I don't know what's going on, but it's the worst fucking produced thing I've ever seen in my life. No offense to Chris Hansen, but get another cameraman, dude. Get two people. I was watching a video was him interviewing a police officer. Like it was him introing it was him introing the segment. And there was one camera. And then he t- he talked about the police officer he's working with and then it pans to the police officer and it's going completely in and out of focus for no real purpose. I don't know why it's going in and out of focus. It just seems like user error. It doesn't seem like a specific artistic direction they're going with. It just seems like the cameraman doesn't know that it's out of focus. And he and and there's no cuts. It's just going back and forth in this one very shitty shot from intro to interview immediately. No cuts. No fucking, you're watching Dateline. No, like, overly... Pre- the part of the you realize watching the have a seat with Chris Hansen is that like part of the formula is the overly produced fucking news channel style editing that you're seeing. Like the reason why it worked on YouTube was even though it's no longer on the news, even though it's no longer on Dateline, it's still shot that way and it's still cut that way because that's the way that our nostalgia remembers it and that's also just the way that for whatever reason it fucking worked perfect. But now... And then it cut immediately from Chris Hansen just like talking to the cop to he's in a hotel room with some kid whose face is blurred out and Chris Hansen has a mask on. He takes the mask off. He goes, so what? So why are you here? But there's no... There's no, there's nothing before. There's no like we talk to Jonathan over text, and there's no like their messages being read out with 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 two fucking weird voice actors voicing it with a creepy old man going, yeah, what's your what's your what's your pussy look like, <laughs> and a and a fake little girl who's like a fake a forty year old woman doing a little girl voice. He's like, oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, really? I would love to put my pee-pee inside of you. 
oh, that's weird. A 35-year-old woman doing a 14-year-old little girl voice and a 20-year-old man doing a 60-year-old pedophile impression. (laughs) Oh, you're so cool, baby. Oh, yeah, thank you. (laughs) How old are you? I could get in a lot of trouble if you're too old or if you're too young. I mean, I'm 13. Is that okay? Oh, I don't know. I could get in trouble, but you're so hot. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Do you want to come over? My parents aren't home. Oh, wow. They're not? No, they're not home. Do you want... Come over. Should I bring cookies? No, I have some. I have some cupcakes. You bring some beer. Oh, yeah. Beers are good. That's part of it. That's part of the formula, and we need it. We can't just see you immediately in a room with some kid in a weird motel room. It looked like you were about to fuck the kid. <laughs> it looked like Chris Hansen was was trying to have sex with this pedophile. Do you know what I'm saying? It was it was just the whole thing was weird. Immediately he was in a motel room with the kid with a college fucking sweatshirt on. But there was no preamble, there was no setup of like, we have Cynthia are are pretending to be a child expert on the phone with him right now. He doesn't understand that the woman he's talking to who's pretending to be a 13-year-old girl actually works for the FBI. And he is and he's right now selling himself down the river. We need all that. We need all of that. We need him coming. We need the fake kid actor. There was none of that in this because fucking he doesn't have the money to cover it. I'm assuming that's what it is. Or he doesn't understand. Or you realize that Chris Hansen is the face of the thing and he doesn't really understand what made it so fucking good. Like he doesn't understand that you need all the bells and whistles. We need we need an actress that looks 17 because she is 17, but she's saying she's 13. That's what we need, dude. We need to see the pedophile come into the room and see the girl and in his brain go, wait, she looks a lot older than 13. But he's like, ah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? I'm here. And then all of a sudden, Chris Hansen comes in and goes, take a seat. And the guy like puts his hand in his pocket. And then you see Chris Hansen get a little scared and go, no, hands out of your pockets. And he's like, no, 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 I'm just not. I'm just nervous. I'm not trying to grab a gun or anything. Okay, take a seat. No, yeah, I'll take a seat. (laughs) We need that, man. We need that. And you're not, you did, you, Chris Hansen, the current iteration's not getting done. That's all I'm saying. But a thing that, uh, I guess wasn't as apparent to me when I was younger, but it was very apparent to me when I was watching it now, was that a lot of the dudes either lie about their age so that they're in their late 20s or they just are in their late 20s. And I guess that I didn't that didn't really stick out to me, but now that I am in my late 20s, I'm watching this going like, how the fuck is this possible? <laughs> Cuz some of these people, they'll be like, he said he was 30 years old, 
But actually, he was 52. But some of them, that it'll be like, he's 27 years old. Or, or, or there was one where the guy was like, oh, I'm 27. And then Chris Hansen's like, actually, he was 28 at the time of recording this. It's like, all right, Chris. He's like one year fucking younger. It's not a big deal. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he just turned 28. And he was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm 28. I'm just nervous. I just know that I'm being arrested for pedophilia right now, so I fucking switched up the age by one year. Sorry, dude. My birthday was a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry that that the, the thought of me going to jail and being labeled a pedophile for the rest of my life is making me confuse my age by one year. Okay, dude, give him a... <laughs> it's one of those things, though, where he's like... He's like, you fucking idiot. You're actually 28. And you're like, all right, man. I mean, he's a pedophile. So shit, I, like, you know, I guess. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? There's so much of it where you're like, I would feel bad for this guy, but he's a fucking piece of shit. So I don't. And that's also the beauty of the show, too. Like, there's some people who you're like, oh, this guy's mentally disturbed. Like, this guy's mentally unwell. But, he, but the reason why he's there and then you hear his messages and you're like, yeah, well, fuck this guy, though. I know there's something wrong with him, but also like, what the fuck, man? Um, but the fact that they were all my age confused the fuck out of me because like some of these dudes, there was one dude who was 27, a year younger than me. And he looked like he was 53 years old. And I was waiting for Chris Hansen to go, actually, he's 45. But it never happened. He's like, no, he is 27. I know that's shocking, but he is. And it made me think, does does being a pedophile fucking like, is that just like the stress? Is the stress of being a pedophile so heavy that you become 40 at 27? Is that... Is that what it is? What about being a pedophile makes you look like a pedophile? Do you understand what I'm saying? Does like the act of wanting to do that horrible thing to a kid, does that just fucking turn you into a ghoul physically? Is it like the fucking is is the dark side true in the in the <laughs> In Star Wars the, the when you're a Jedi, when you're a uh, in tune with the force, the more evil you become, the more fucked up you look. Is that, is that true? Is that actually a thing that exists? The closer you get to fucking a kid, the more of a ghoul you look like, the more like a goblin from fucking Lord of the Rings you look like. Cause this dude looked like he was about to fucking run through the mines of Moria. He really did. He really looked like, he was about to get crushed by a Balrog. Uh, damn, yeah. This one dude in particular, he just fucking, he looked so, he looked so bad for 27. I couldn't believe that he was a year younger than me. I could not believe it. And it also made me think like, how old do I look? <laughs> Like, how old do I look? I don't think these... I think these guys look like fucking 40, but they're 27. Do I look 40? Do I look super fucking old? 
Or or does the fact that I don't want to fuck a kid make me look the age I'm supposed to? <laughs> what if that was like in a skincare ad? If you want to look younger, use our skin cream. Or don't want to have sex with kids. If you don't want to have sex with kids, your skin will stay fresh and young for years to come. <laughs> But if you do want to fuck a kid, unfortunately, this skincare cream won't work for you because the damage is already done. You're a part of the dark side now. It's wild, man. Or maybe that's just, or maybe that's just, a, I don't know. My question is like, or is that just a, I don't know. I don't know. Or is that a part of the reason why they, they are in these scenarios? Because they're like just so, like they're ugly people and they're also so, so socially awkward people. And so it makes sense that they're trying to do that because they're so fucked in the rest of their life. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't really want to get too deep into it, you know? It's one of those things where you want to look at it from a surface level because if you get too deep, it ju it's not good. That's a fucking funny thing that people always say. Whenever like pedophilia is brought up or like whenever somebody like Michael Jackson with Michael Jackson, when people talk about like him being a pedophile, there'll always be somebody who's like, dude, can you believe that he fucked kids? Like, why would you do something like that? I just... I don't, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand why you would do that. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what makes you not a pedophile. <laughs> they say it like, they say it like there's something wrong with them. They're like, dude, I just don't get, I just can't wrap my head around it. It's like, yeah, that's why me and you are friends. That's why we're talking. There's no alternative to that sentence. Even if you are a pedophile, you can't go, uh, I mean, Michael Jackson fucked some kids, but I get it. Like, you can't say that. <laughs> but the person says that sentence, it makes you think that the person who says that sentence, that they might, they might be fucking pedophiles. They might be fucked up. It's like the dude on Dateline who watches Dateline all the time. One of the dudes in on Dateline... One of the dudes on To Catch a Predator was talking about how him and his friends talk about the show at work and make fun of the people. And another guy, too, was like, yeah, you hear things. You talk about how stupid those guys are. Like, how the fuck did it, could they get themselves in that situation? What idiots? What creeps? And you're like, dude, you are that creep. You are that idiot. Which means, which adds to my fucking suspicion that the dude, that if, if you are with somebody... And you, for whatever reason, on the news, it's on Twitter, wherever the fuck it is, if somehow the, the conversation comes up and you're with somebody who's like, damn, dude, I just don't understand how you could do that to somebody. I just don't understand how you could fuck a kid. If somebody says that to you, you, you got to be suspicious. You got to start being like, all right, man, why would you say that? Why would you say something so incredibly obvious? I didn't think that you understood it. And now that you said you don't understand it, I'm starting to think that you get it more than is appropriate for a person to get.
Anyway. I mean, there's a solution to all this. There's a, there's an easy solution to all of this. Don't fuck kids. <laughs> you disgusting fucks. Uh, I hope one day that what like, I hope one day I won't feel the need to say that, you know, I hope one day it'll be so self-evident, right? For everybody. Hey, don't do that. That no, that it doesn't even need to be thought about or said ever again. I think about that. Like, like. Pedophilia is a thing that you hear about as a kid and you go, well, that's got to end one day, right? That's got to like, just get out of her, like evolutionarily get out of like, people will just stop and we won't even, that won't even be a thing anymore. Right. But then as I get older, I'm like, I don't know, man, it seems like that's just going to be, that's just the older I've gotten, the more, it seems the more and more like, oh shit, I guess the whole, I guess most of America is fucking pedophiles. I guess just. Like, it's crazy, man. I have an episode of this podcast called Don't Fuck Kids. Because <laughs> you shouldn't, because I've already talked about this subject. Fucking crazy. I mean, our own president. Sniffing little girl's hair. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, man. A lot of people say things like, don't normalize this. Don't normalize that. But we have a president who sniffs little girl's hair. So we kind of normalized that, didn't we? (laughs) Right? I don't know. Listen, man. It was two terrible choices, man. I don't think it was two. It wasn't the best options this time around, right? And they were both fucking gross pieces of shit. But I don't know. I just think it should be brought up more. Like yes, Joe Biden, I preferred him to the other one, but he he is he is a pedophile. <laughs> and we need to be aware of that. And the last guy, he fucked kids too. I mean, allegedly, he had a lot he ran a lot of beauty pageants and he fucking hung out with Jeffrey Epstein a lot. The last guy hung out with Jeffrey Epstein a lot, known pedophile. They were good friends, and this new guy has been sniffing girls' hair on camera. So, <laughs> damn, dude, that's fucked up. That's how that's how normal. It's been normalized, dude. It's awful. It's disgusting. Uh, it's just a weird thing. The Catholic Church. It's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. See, that's the thing that I don't understand. I don't understand how so many people are pedophiles. That's what I don't understand. How so many institutions seem to exist for that very purpose. 
And the more things are revealed, the more it seems like, wow, most thing, most structures, most power structures in existence seem to exist solely to fucking do fucked up shit in that arena. It's, it's gross, man. It's weird and gross. Anyway, I saw a woman shoplifting at Dwayne Reed. <laughs> To shift into a lighter subject, I was walking to Dwayne Reed the other night, and uh, I come up, and this security, every time I go to this Dwayne Reed, there's a security guy and a dude behind the counter, because I go kind of late, so there's just one dude behind the counter and a security guy, and those are the only people working there, and I walk up, and the security guy is like standing in the doorway in front of this old lady, she's like this old white woman, who like, kind of looks I don't know she looks like kind of punk and she's got like sunglasses on and she's like old but like but looks young kind of do you know what I'm saying she's like a 50 year old 42 year old uh and she's like she's like all nervous looking and and the security guard is like boxing her out of the sliding glass door and she's trying to get around him and he just keeps going like this. But he's like smiling and it's like, he's like almost laughing. And he's like, yo, no, 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 no. You can't leave with that. You can't leave with that. And she's like, come on, man. Come on. It's just, it's just food, man. And then the guy who works the counter like takes a picture of her and then she like walks out. And then I come in very confused I'm like, I think that woman just shoplifted, but the whole interaction was so strange that I don't really know. And then she, and then she, the security card kind of just let her leave eventually. And then he like laughed and was like, you took a picture of her? Why are you taking a picture of her? Why don't you help me out? Why don't you try to box her out? And then the guy behind the counter was like, oh, what, what, what am I going to do? And then I went over and I was like, did they, like when I went to the counter to shop, to buy the shit that I was going to buy. I was like, did she, was she trying to shoplift? He goes, that's exactly what was happening. <laughs> was she just trying to shoplift that you were precisely right? Yes. And then he was explaining to me like why they let her go and stuff. They're like, yeah, there's cameras. It's food or yeah, there's cameras. It was like one small, I, I asked what she stole and he goes, ah, she was hanging around the, the chip section for a long time. So I think she just stole a bag of chips. For some reason in my head, I think he, I thought he said box of Cheez-Its, but he said bag of chips. I'm pretty sure. She was in the chip aisle. Anyway, I just thought that was funny as fuck. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole scenario, them not caring at all, her, her hovering around the chip aisle for a long time and then stealing a bag of chips. Also, this woman didn't seem... She seemed like she lived somewhere. Like, she seemed put together. It's the Upper East Side. She seemed like she was just stealing chips because she didn't feel like buying them. <laughs> like, she had a purse with money in it. Like, she had... She could have just bought the chips, She, but she was just like... I don't know. To her in her head, she's like, it's just food, man. Which also, I don't know what... That's such a weird thing to exclaim. It's like, yeah, it's Dwayne Reed. Everything in here is food. You, you got to buy it, man. What? It's just food, man. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry. I thought it was fucking detergent. Never mind. Carry on. It's a bag of chips. Never mind, dude. You're right. It's just food. You don't have to pay for it. 
Anyway, that was the timer uh, for the end of this part. The camera's about to run out. And this is the last part, man. That's it for the podcast this week. Um, that's an hour, I think. Or pretty much an hour. I had a great time as always. Uh, to Catch a Predator is a good show. Uh, Chris Hansen, your, the current iteration's a little rough. People on the train say weird shit. That woman needs to pay for her chips. And uh, you guys are fucking awesome for listening. Anyway, yeah. I had a great time as always. Everyone who listened, thank you for listening. You're fucking awesome. Uh, As always, I love you guys. And I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake. of shit